WATN. This is Live at Five with Glenn Curry. <laughs> army where you shoot them a mile away, you gotta get up close like this, but a bing, you blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit. <laughs> was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German? Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it, live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun, take the cannoli. Uh, Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for noticing. You a Cheery for a Monday, I don't know why. Usually I'm not cheery for a Monday. Cheerio. Hello. Bloody, bloody. Uh, anyway, I'm live on Facebook and I'm live right here if you're listening to me. Today is Monday, the, uh, the 9th of May. Uh, let's see if that works. Okay. Sorry for, uh, usually I, 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 uh, I pitch up Layla just at that right perfect time, but I couldn't do it. Because I, I'm trying to do two things at the same time here. I'm trying to actually navigate on, on Chrome and record the show on the same computer. Sounds like it should be something we could do. It's certainly this, you know, in the year 2022, but it doesn't necessarily work out that way. Sometimes the computer's like, oh, ho, ho, way, way too much data. Oh, you want me to do what now? I'm requiring this, this computer to actually uh, record and navigate and chew gum at the same time. Doesn't always work that way. All right, so uh, I'm just going to cut to the chase here because uh, typically I talk about things outside the realm of Watertown because I am not a dad. Uh, I'm not Sam Elliott's character from, uh, from Roadhouse. What's the matter with you, dad? So, but uh, that said, uh, you know, a lot of uh, fathers and mothers out there, grandparents concerned with the latest news from, uh, you know, d- and it was discussed today on the Hotline Show. We have bed bugs at the auditorium at the Watertown High School. And a lengthy letter uh, from um, from uh, Miss Labarge Labar, she is the prince. Oh, actually, she's actually the the superintendent. And uh, there's a link on on uh, on News Chucky right now. So this is uh, okay. So update. Let's just read the letter real quick here. A lot of you have already read it. There's, there's a lot of shares on this particular post here on Facebook. Uh, but the district has received many phone calls based on social media. Uh, in regards to bed bugs, while the district cannot respond to every allegation made in media, so, social media, I don't understand the word allegation. It is what it is. Uh, are these true allegations? Did someone put bed bugs there? Uh, Watertown City County, uh, District rather has developed a protocol. Uh, if uh, bed bugs are found or suspected to be found, uh, either a student or his or her belong, it, it got there by some other means. They're saying, and they give that a name. But anyway, um, that's pretty, you know, pretty concerning. Uh, what we should know, according to Ms. Labar, that bed bugs infestations are uncommon in schools. Finding one bed bug does not mean uh, an infestation. Bed bugs are small but can be seen. Uh, the less clutter there is, uh, the less likely bed bugs are, t- are able to thrive. 
So this this goes on and on. Well, actually, it ends right there. But anyway, that was a, a message today uh, from Watertown Central School District. Uh, our children, our future. They're being attacked now by bad bugs. It happens, I guess. It, it is, it's funny, it's just in the first, not funny, but it is ironic that uh, it, it is uncommon in schools. I've never heard of it before. Typically, it's in hotels like Motel 6. Uh, you know, any hotel or motel, for that matter, that has an hourly rate, more than likely you're going to have bed bug issues. If you can read between the lines, you know what I'm talking about. So uh, that's the latest. I've heard of other, con- not, not the pile-on, I'm not the pile-on guy here, uh, but, uh, you know, from time to time, stuff does happen at high schools. You know, there's that uh, every now and then someone's going to get a beating. Someone's going to make a statement. Maybe someone's going to be ganged up on by others. We all went to high school at some time or another. Something like that has happened. Fights, particularly between, you know, fourth, fifth, sixth graders, happens on a regular basis. But once it starts, once you start getting into the 13 to 15-year-olds, like the middle school and high schoolers, that's where damage is done. And it also can be inclusive of both male and female. Uh, I know for personally, I know someone whose daughter uh, uh, beat, the, beat the hell out of someone at a, at a local school about 15 years ago. And it was awful. And in most cases, it's over jealousy. Uh, she's prettier than I am. Or she stole my boyfriend. And, uh, you know, what, what used to be like pulling of hair and, you know, a, a, an occasional slap or whichever has turned into uh, brutal, brutal beatings on occasion. And... Um, is, 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 you know, we, we, and a lot of people have heard recently that someone actually had to be flown to Syracuse, uh, a young lady, uh, locally. So while these are, you know, to be handled in, I guess, internally, um, rarely do these get out to the public. And we've seen other, we've seen video, for instance, a couple of years back prior to COVID, of incidents that were happening at uh, at the Watertown Plaza there, where the where the Piggly Wiggly is now. And again, these aren't anything new to Watertown or anywhere else, Carthage, Syracuse, Rochester. But from what I'm hearing, it's happening more often. It could be a reflection. Again, this is Glenn Curry speaking. Could be, folks, a reflection of what's going on in our world. You know, when you look at uh, everyone's, not everyone, but people have since the Will Smith incident, the slap, if you will, at the Oscars last month, a lot of other incidents very similar to that have been occurring at comedy sh- uh, places or, you know, uh, stages. Hollywood Bowl, for instance, recently. David Chappelle uh, was, uh, was assaulted by someone. Days later, he was let go. They said, well, he's got mental issues. Although he's somehow or the, a mental case, walks into a very popular place, gets within the first five rows of the star uh, with a weapon on him. Uh, that's concerning. You know, I mean, just because, you know, you have some mental issues doesn't mean that you are not a menace to society. Uh, but again, this is this is the uh, revolving door of, uh, of of criminals that, that that we're seeing right now. It's certainly in major cities and elsewhere. I'm not saying that stuff is happening here, but I'm getting back to my original like, you know, stuff. The world's changed. You know, I've said this before. I'll say it again and again. We used to we used to refer to, well, before 9-11, we used to do it this way. Uh, after 9-11, we do it this way. Now, 9-11 was over 20 years ago, and for the most part, most people have forgotten it. Thank God we can fly safely in an airplane at 30,000 feet. No one can storm the cockpit. We result, you know, that resulted in a lot of safety measures and so forth. Uh, so we took care of that problem. Years later, of course, several presidents, uh, including Barack Obama, uh, and, and then, of course, f- a four-year stint from a guy we call President Trump, and now currently with uh, Mr. Joe Biden, and not to mention the, the, the remaining seven years of George uh, W. Bush's terms, 
Uh, things have changed. COVID was was huge, was huge change. So it's it, to me when I hear of incidents such as the one I just mentioned, where someone actually had to be airlifted to Syracuse, um, that's troubling. That's not good, and that's right in our backyard. That's not happening in Rochester. That's not happening in Syracuse, Albany, Binghamton, and other crappy places of upstate New York. It's happening right here, and uh, very very concerning. So while we can go on and on about bed bugs, which is a concern, there's no doubt about it. I think there's other issues here that a lot of us are not being exposed to that we should be, whether we have children in our school district or not. Uh, other things going on. I just, again, from time to time, I try to, you know, figure out this computer where I can actually play two things or do th- two things at the same time. Let's see if I could do this. Uh, let's see if I got this right. I, I, again, uh, you know, Bill Maher, for instance, good guy. Um, I know our friend Lefty loves Bill Maher. He can go on and on and on. I'd nausea him about it. Uh, and but uh, we don't want to talk about Bill Maher. But the fact is, Bill Maher has doesn't really have anything to talk about, in as far as uh, the Republicans are concerned. He can mention it, but he knows, like everybody else, that uh, the Republicans are have, uh, you know are out. You know, and so now it's it's up to the Democrats. So when Bill Maher, I guess you know, starts to criticize his own people, he gets the response. Right, makes a lot of sense. And yes, he is a liberal. He's a multi-millionaire. He's done well in his life. He's probably did very well in his SATs. Congratulations. He was also part owner of the New York Mets, along with like 80 other people. Uh, no longer since uh, Wilpon sold it to Cohen. But nonetheless, uh, he is a, a very, very sp- smart, astute guy. Very, very intelligent. So he's one of those guys, you know, that you know, like he's going to say something bad about the Republicans. But now that the Democrats are in, in charge, now he can go in the opposite spin uh, way, I should say, and use that intelligence that he has against his own people and make a lot of sense in doing it. I knew eventually this would catch up to him. And I'll tell you why. Because no matter how liberal Bill Maher is, no matter how much he hates Donald Trump when he was president, no matter how much he hates uh, the Republicans overall and the conservative values and so forth, he is, at the end of the day, a white male who probably at this point is like 66, 67 years old, right? So just take that into account, and let's go on over to MSNBC host this past weekend attacking Bill Maher. Let's see if this works out here, folks. Uh, Uh, But he's a white guy, and he's a liberal who is not totally politically correct. All right, so we know that. Uh, His show was politically incorrect on ABC years ago. Now he's been on HBO for I don't know how long after getting kicked off. H, uh, ABC from Disney. But this is from the Michael Knowles show, just to let everyone know. He's a conservative. He is typically found online uh, associated with uh, the Ben Shapiro show or vice versa. So they share a lot of the... I don't know if they're under the same umbrella. I don't know if they work for the same radio network, whichever. It doesn't really matter. But this is what uh, Michael Knowles uh, played. Uh, and he also has an insert here from MSNBC and The Correspondent. Try this again. And so he sometimes goes after the excesses of the woke people. And, you know, he reserves most of his criticism for the right, but a little bit for the left. That was too much for MSNBC. Delves right into the identity politics of identity politics. This is a black woman saying that that white man needs to shut his mouth. 
Okay, Bill Maher has been whack for a long time. From his makeout session with the blackface expert, Megyn Kelly, to his infamous use of the N-word on his show, for which he later apologized, and his continual, mostly white weekly panels where he sings sob songs to them about the perils of the shrinking demographic and chides anyone who falls even slightly outside of his myopic, privileged view. Anybody find it interesting that this quote-unquote liberal ally is sounding a lot like a moderate Fox News contributor? Bill Maher, you do not get to tell people of color what they should or should not be offended by. So there you have it. I mean, I, that's all I'm going to play. It's, it, it, it's not necessary to go on. But, and she mentions it later after what you just heard. Being replaced is the new thing now. And let me explain. The changing demographics, she also mentioned that. Being replaced. What, what she's saying is, and you get this also from other correspondents on, uh, on uh, MSNBC, uh, is, is that being replaced means that you're being outnumbered. The world doesn't want you anymore. Uh, you know, white people are, are not even reproducing at a level. I mean, again, you, you heard that from Tucker Carlson a couple of weeks ago. And guys like Steve Colbert were all over it. Oh, my God, look, he's talking about uh, you know, sperm, sperm levels lowering for white people. They're not creating babies. <laughs> well, it's the truth. Uh, at the end of the day, uh, you know, we have been the majority here for a very long time. We established America uh, oh, centuries ago. Uh, but those numbers are dwindling. And uh, there's a reason for that. Because there's an un- unbelievable movement by white people to uh, remove our faces off the, uh, the, 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 this nation's uh, uh, surface, essentially. And we see that with immigration, where, where we just allow this open-door policy down south, where millions upon millions of people, illegals, are crossing the border. And this young lady here on MSNBC applauds that. And they always reference that, I notice. It's more and more. Again, remember, back in 2015, when uh, President Trump came down the escalator, I keep on going back to this, uh, people started attacking Donald Trump. But what they were doing, in essence, were they were attacking people that looked like Donald Trump. So even if you're a liberal like Bill Maher is, and we all know that, uh, if you speak against others and you speak on their behalf, how dare you speak on our behalf? You think you're a liberal, you white guy. You don't even have any black people on your panel on most. You're just jealous because you're being outnumbered. So you'll hear more and more of that. This is a young, attractive young lady given this job more than likely be due to equity because MSNBC is basically filling in every pundit seat with someone other than a white guy which might reflect on their ratings or lack of thereof, uh, and yet she still espouses stuff like this. I mean, MSNBC's numbers are ridiculous, but these are the MSNBC, like so many others, they're owned by Universal, if I'm not mistaken, can afford to lose literally millions of dollars each quarter as long as they get their word out. I guess that's their business plan. It's not a very good one, not making any money. CNN's not making any money, but it's just a small portion of your overall umbrella. So it's, it's, it's unfortunate to see. But that, I wanted to share that with you. And another, another thing today, I was listening to a competing radio station. I'm not supposed to do that. Don't tell Jim Levin. But I was listening to this, uh, this guy that used to be a KGB spy. And he was, uh, he was taken in back in the late 90s after they discovered that he was working for the Russians. And he has since been a turncoat, if you will. He's, uh, become, I, I don't know. I'm assuming he's become an American citizen that was over 25 years ago. Uh, and uh, he worked for the KGB. So now he, you know, he's like one of those guys that used to rob banks, and now he could tell people what, you know, what to look for for bo- bank robbers. Or you know, he, he, he could be on both sides of the tail. Oh, I know how the KGB operates. I used to be one of them. Well, he, you know, great English. Uh, I couldn't even detect a, an accent today. He's from East Germany originally. 
And he said something that will probably stick with me for, for forever. Uh, and here's the guy that knows a little bit more about yours truly and many others uh, when it comes to uh, socialism and or communism. And one thing he stated today. Now, we can have the, the Brian Kilmeads out there. We can have the Jeff Grahams, Glenn Currys out there rallying for conservative support for our future. The pendulum's going to swing this way. You watch. We're going to win the midterms and we're going to take back the White House. Right. Well, again, I have doubts about that because what happened recently with the Roe uh, uh, Ro, you know, Ro versus Wade uh, leak, so-called leak, uh, that in itself exposes what, what the Democrats are all about. They don't care about $6 gas. They don't care about the, uh, the flood of illegals coming over the southern border. They, they, don't, they don't care about anything. They just care about beating us. And we handed that, them that, that big platter, that opportunity, uh, a week ago or so when the leak came out. Elizabeth Warren, as an example, just going out, out of her way to, to yell at, at, at uh, conservatives uh, on behalf of, of her base. And she didn't say a word in recent months about $6 gas. She could care less. This is the same woman that wants to uh, eradicate $1.7 trillion worth of student debt so we can move forward. Somehow or other, that's a great idea. And that's going to help people of color somehow. Whereas, you know, the percentage of those who have actually taken out serious loans in the last 20, 30 years doesn't match up to more than 4.8%. But that's their plan. That's what they want to do. That's their agenda. That's what they're all about. But this man today, I wish I remembered his name, uh, he said something It's troubling because, you know, this base of people, this ideology started 30 years ago. And it's really hinged, or I guess you could say it's, it's based in our college or academia. So, and he, he actually went beyond 30 years. He said, these, you know, the professors that came out of Woodstock, that came out of the 60s, the hippies, that spoke against the war, for good reason. Some people say, yes, they should have spoken against the Vietnam War. At the end of the day, it, was, it, it, it wasn't a good war. Over 56, 57,000 men died. Uh, and uh, I don't, you know, it's, it, it was a bad moment in, in American history, in my opinion. I think a lot of people would agree. But from that, uh, a lot of people became activists, and, uh, you know, burning their draft cards, burning the American flag, something that this country never saw before, not at that level. So here it is, a guy from East Germany says, those same people later became professors in our schools at, from, from junior college like uh, JCC right up to Harvard. I'm not saying all of them, but a good deal of them came from that generation. And from that, they've been indoctrinating, score, I, mean, I mean, just, just tens of th- millions of young minds since that. So let's do the math. If you're, say, 18 years old and you're burning your draft card in 1969, you know, about five, six years later, by the mid to late 70s, you're already some type of student or professor or teacher somewhere. And then and you multiply that by the amount of years since, that's a lot of indoctrination, folks. So his fear is, like, based on that alone, we might be way too deep into this, way too deep. So it gets down to this. We could be, you know, we could try to be the, you know, the, the red, white, and blue people that we think we are, that Glenn Curry thinks he is. We could say American pie and baseball and, you know, this, that, and the other thing and, and, and rally around ourselves and hope for that pendulum to swing back. But it might be too late. America's not united. Our own president said on the day that he won he was going to unite the country. And just days ago, he said our biggest problem are conservatives. He referred to them as MAGA people. So I want, and again, you know, with all the problems that we have, I keep going back to this, I'm sorry. No one's making any, no, no one's saying anything. 
Pete Buttigieg isn't talking any, about uh, you know the the, the 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 issues getting product from from one point A to point B. He doesn't care about that. But what they do care about, Senator Gillibrand, is that the the justices lied under oath. They said they weren't going to tra- tra- do anything with Roe versus Wade, but they did. <coughs> That's all they care about. Is dis- a disruption like that is exactly what the doctor ordered. So this this man, probably in his sixties, maybe old, older than that. Uh, made a lot of sense today, and I wanted to share that with you right now. Uh, so, if you want to call in about what's going on at the at the uh, at the school, if you know anything, uh, I was going to speak to a particular uh, employee here about other issues going on at the high school, but uh, that's not happening. Give me a shout at three one five seven five five twelve forty. Call me up right now, three one five seven five five twelve forty. And I could squeeze in at least one call before I go into a break. As a programming note, this Thursday, I hope I, I can't remember his name already. I didn't even know this dude existed. But there is a guy uh, running against, as a Republican, against Chuck Schumer for senator. And he's an African-American dude. And he's going to uh, be reaching out to us on the Live at Five show uh, this Thursday at 515. We've, you know, I, said, I promised that we wouldn't have any political talk here uh, after uh, March and early April. Not until at least uh, the, the primaries uh, uh, get closer in late June. Well, as we know, uh, the, 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 um, the, the congressional primaries have been pushed as well as the state primaries, or state senator primaries. And by tomorrow, we'll discover whether or not the assembly primaries might be, might be uh, uh, pushed forward to August, too. But now, because, because of the changes and whatnot, we had a great discussion uh, with Congressman Jacobs on Friday, and then we talked to his competitor, the, the, the David of, of that particular uh, uh, contest. Uh, that's Mario Frado. And uh, we, we reflected on a lot of things uh, uh, then. So this continues. But on this Thursday, uh, I'm going to be talking to, I think his last name is Binion, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, not to be confused with the family that owned the hotel there in Casino in Las Vegas. But uh, he's going to be calling in on the show on uh, Thursday at 5.15. We look forward to that because... Again, I did not, I still think, wait a minute, when's Chuck Schumer running? Is he running, he's got to be running on an even year. Is his term up? I haven't even heard anything about any type of contest or anything until today. So I look forward to that conversation. Uh, and, and also, there was also some grumbling, rumblings, rather, that AOC would actually force a primary. Obviously, that didn't happen. That is, of course, if, if uh, Schumer's uh, running the, this year, I'm assuming he is. Uh, it would be a you know a waste of time to talk to anyone at this point uh, years earlier. But nonetheless, that's going to be Thursday. No one's chiming in right now. Uh, but if you have any uh, concerns or anything that you would like to add to what we're discussing, please, by all means, give us a shout after this commercial break. We'll be right back after this. Well, you're back. Hi. It looks like we have somebody from out of town calling in as we speak. Hi, Liz. You there? Yeah, I am. Hi. How you doing? Liz? What's going on, Liz? Wax, a good friend of mine. Uh, and uh, yeah, so yeah, and you also worked at uh, CNBC at one time or another, or MSNBC. I did, and MSNBC. Yeah, and you said and it br- changed br- a lot since then. Okay, it's not the same place. No, it's not. But you did. If if you don't, I, I hate putting you on the spot, but you did say you met uh, Bill Maher at some time. Can you? Can, I did meet Bill Maher, and I expected him to be really cool, and he was an arrogant prick. Oh wait, you can't say that. You, you gotta gotta refrain. Remember, on Trusso Radio, he was a, arrogant. Yeah. Um, S-O-B. Yeah, there you go. He was prickly. There you go. I understand. Uh, but, you know, uh, how long ago? How long ago? 
Uh, I would say this is probably like maybe 1997. Okay. 1998. Long time ago. He, he was getting it. high in the back of his limo the second time I met him. I met him twice. Really? He was sitting outside of a studio with his limo door open. In the, it was like Cheech and Chong, the smoke billowing. Isn't, <laughs> isn't it amazing how much? Yeah. I mean, he's worth about uh, somewhere in the area of like $100 million. He's, he's, he's yeah, he wasn't when I met him. Yeah, yeah I guess not. A cable show. So but, did uh, he? he's, you know. So I want to tell you, though, number one, I just yeah. want to say quickly, yeah. I think the Supreme Court leak came for Katanji Brown. Why do you say That's that? What I Why do you say that? Because she is a radical appointment. Yeah. And I think she probably saw the brief, which she shouldn't have done anything about it because she took an oath. Right. And she's like, I'm going to spread this. I want this to get out. Right. I don't care. They're radical. Right. They don't have any honor. Well, do you think I that? Think, I really yeah. think it's her. Yeah. Well, and again, there's, let me let me do, do the math here. There's three uh, uh, liberal justices, uh, and they have mm-hmm. staffs of their own. Uh, they have interns. So is yeah, it but possible this has that never happened before? Well, it's I never know. A lot of things have and never happened before. She comes in, and all of a sudden, boom, boom. I mean, she literally confirmed like what less than a month ago. Yeah. I just think that. You know, all all signs all signs point to Katanji. That's my personal opinion. Yeah, and it's amazing because, as you know, the the so-called insurrection on January sixth, the FBI and other agencies went out of their way to look up IP addresses and make sure they knew who mm-hmm. was coming from all parts of the country. Right. We, we, they should know by now who leaked that. Shouldn't they at least look at the printer who printed out nine? Because I read something from a, a Supreme Court clerk who said it's really not easy to steal something from the Supreme Court that you can't. It's an in-house email. You can't mail anything out. They're, they are protected. You literally can't use your own email there, and you can't mail anything out. So the person would have had to have printed it off of a, uh, off of a printer. Right. Well, then shouldn't they look to see who ran 98 pages? And shouldn't they look at the internal computers to see whose computer ran it? Well, I mean, let me who just it to print? let me be the devil's advocate here. You know, when when you know, I have a cell phone like uh, you know, a smartphone like everybody else. If I get something that's that's supposed to be used internally, what's to stop anyone from forwarding that to uh, to another uh, entity like Gmail or something as a PDF so that they it could leak out that way? They printed it out and then met with Politico and handed it. That's incredible. Almost like uh, you know the scene in uh, All the President's Men in the dark. That's exactly uh, what yeah. I was right. going to say. Just right. like that. Right. Just like that. Because I don't think that they would do something by email because that would be so easily tracked. Right. It is easily right. tracked. Right. So, yeah, it would be real easy just to go and, and find the printer and, and, and find out mm-hmm. at what time because all of that is, is documented, yep. part of the prawn. And uh, they yep. should know from that. But they're not going to find out because I think they already know the answer. And here's the thing, Liz. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter because that peop- that person, rather, if it's the Justice uh, uh, Brown herself mm-hmm. or anyone in yeah. her staff, they're going to be looked upon as a hero, Liz. That's the problem uh-huh. here. So w- what's, what's it worth to expose who did the this? Whole thing is, the whole thing is so messed up because even the people who are protesting at, uh, outside the Supreme Court, that's against penal code. You can't, you can't intimidate. It, it is illegal to intimidate a justice. It is illegal to intimidate justice to, to try to create an outcome. That is against our penal code. The DOJ should have been warned, and the Biden's office and, and uh, Little Red Riding Hood should have been warning people yeah. that they should not be gathering outside people. Instead, they're like, we, we protect people's right to protest. Well, right. no, you're right. not allowed to do right. that. Right. So, there's a penal code. Yeah, there are. And there's also a constitution. And there's a lot of things yeah. called protocol. Just like I keep yeah. on going back to General Milley when he you know, basically said, I'm in charge of the, uh, of the nuclear weapons, uh, not the president. That, that, that sh- he should have been court-martialed then and there. But, the, but, Liz, the rules have changed. Regardless of what protocol or the rules state. They're not even enforcing them. What's the point of even having them? Ex- if you're, if, what, this is why everybody's going so crazy now. Because I agree. They're not even enforcing laws. So right. 
it, there's no laws and there's utter chaos. Right. And guess what? We've got utter chaos. I mean, they're going to, I mean, Clarence Thomas basically spoke to a, a, a group of federal judges last week and he said um, on the Roe versus Wade thing, you cannot allow, we as federal justices in the justice system cannot allow mob justice to intimidate, um, you know, and intimidate law. Right. And, you know, they're, that's, there, there are always going to be situations where people are not happy with right. the rulings that we make, but that doesn't change. We should not, we're not, you know, we're, you don't change the law because people are loudly protesting. But an you ignorance the law because of law. An ignorant society doesn't look at it that way, Liz. You know that. They don't Wait, care. What? An ignorant society no, doesn't look at it that way. No, this, no, they don't. This just they few- don't. And so I, w- yeah. I was listening to this thing on Tucker Carlson, and yeah. he was saying that. You know, you were to your point about these people, um, who these these people are, these hippies and stuff. Right. The um, they listened, they played a clip of these somebody speaking at a, um, a law school. I think it was at the University of Chicago, totally respected law school. And kids who were in law school at the University of Chicago were basically interrupting this very well mannered speech right. by some guy who, about black lawyers matter. Right. Right. I saw that. Even though that, even though it was this, this completely unrelated to the guy right. speaking, he didn't have any power over black lawyers right. being hired, and to the point that the black lawyers hired everyone. Right, right. I know, it's I know, ridiculousness. Know. And so he was saying that these people are going these these radical, right? right? This this students that we have, the school system creating a radical to the colleges supporting radical right. are going to get hired by white glove law firms. Those white glove law firms are going to be where the next federal justices right. come from. Right. Right. Then after the federal justice, these same people, these radicals, will be on the Supreme Court, right. and they will be changing our laws. Yeah, and by the way, all they, the one uh, part of government they don't have is the judicial system. They're down right. six to three. So, you know, they wanted to stack the, uh, the, the courts. They wanted to make yep. Puerto Rico a state, D.C. a state. Yep. That didn't happen, thanks to Manchin and Cinema. Uh, although they would needed more time to do that anyway. But eventually, yes, I think you're right. And, and let's just say they stick with nine. More than likely they will. As long as they have a president in there, you know, Clarence Thomas isn't going to live forever, and they'll just replace him with another uh, Justice Brown. Or, or, or and how about the bullshit about uh, the BS about, um, about you know, ears, oh, the next they're going to go for inter- interracial marriage. Clarence Thomas is black, and he's married to a white woman. Nobody even brought it up. These people can say anything they want, and Biden is the one who said it. Yeah. And they're, they're, the minister of disinformation should be all over these people. Mm. Aren't, aren't they supposed to be putting out this, this you know, Big Brother's supposed to be establishing what's, what's dangerous misinformation? Well, that's dangerous misinformation. Right. And by the way, speaking of uh, disinformation, uh, you and I talked about this personally. I, you know what? I get her her last name mixed up with the president of Ukraine. It's not Zelensky, but it's it's similar to that. The Mary Poppins girl. What the hell is her name? Yeah. Again? I don't remember. Uh, I don't. Yeah. Uh, Nina, she, uh, Nina. Something or other. I don't know. Uh, now, here's a woman that essentially is an influencer that is at the head of this branch She's of government. She's a TikToker. A TikToker. A TikToker. Yeah. Yep. Uh, along with the other one, the the uh, Lorenz, the, the 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 writer for the Washington Post. I mean, this is yep. these are two bully bitches uh, that are totally one hundred percent bullies. Yeah. Bullies, drama queens. Yeah. The kind of person that you probably grew up with in high school that you didn't even want to talk to because she was just constantly right. creating social drama. But here's but, but here's my that p- woman yeah. is now heading yeah. a government police agency. Right. 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 Out right. of the. Department of Homeland Security. Right. So they are the least regulated 
uh, you know, they have the most, the least oversight. They can essentially do what they want. Right, right. So he, he created another arm of the government. Right. Uh, I didn't know that you could just do that, but he did. And, and by the way, we can't forget, I don't know if she's been sworn in, but I don't know if the Senate voted on her yet, but Gigi San, who looks like uh, uh, Woody Allen, uh, she was supposed to be the chairman, uh, chairperson of the FCC. I don't know if that ever happened. But, uh, she's, I think she didn't get it. I think. Okay, you're probably right. But just, but again, and then Biden also had this other person in the banking industry from Russia. She, she wanted to scale down uh, the private sector. <laughs> I mean, eventually, Liz. Here's my point: Are we losing the country? It's coming. Uh, uh, yeah, yes. uh, we're losing. We, or have yes. we already lost? Yeah. Well, you know, if the if the Republicans are take back everything that that's expected, we might stem it off. If I mean. It's happening so overwhelmingly fast, yeah, like a it is. like a wall of dominoes collapsing. Right, right. That I'm not even sure if the next, say, we get another term of, of a Republican president, right. and, it, and he's a good one. Yeah, just like just DeSantis getting things or, under control. It's going to take. You know, these are like wild horses running out of control. It's right. going to be taking a lot of effort right. to hold the reins, just to, to slow it down. Right. Do and I don't know that they're going to be able to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not going to be able to. Some of this stuff is just not going to be fixable. The society stuff, it's well. Look what crazy. Trump tried to the do. The parents it. can't yeah. even talk to their kids anymore. Right. Their kids are so radicalized. Exactly. They don't even relate to their own children. And a lot of that happened in COVID, where where they were basically saying, "Mom, get your vaccination because my teacher told you so." I mean, that that's Big Brother right there. Um, but I, again, my, I, my my friend Jim's daughter, yeah. he's not he's not he didn't get the shot. His daughter in college got the shot. She got hospitalized for uh, bacterial meningitis right after. She she then she got hospitalized again for mm. heart palpitations, wow. and now she's on some blood thinners. She's twenty one really? years old in perfect health before the shot. And, and she got everything. She got the two shots and the booster and another. You know what she was got the two deal? shots and booster and and was been hospitalized twice. And what are your thoughts about the hepati- cases of hepatitis uh, uh, going on for I mean, young kids? 100% of those cases of hepatitis are in um, cases where the children breastfed women by women who had two, both shots. Really? That's what the press isn't telling you. Yep. So the- there is a study out there that's showing that though they are, they did, the children who got hepatitis were not... Um, did not get the shot. Yeah. They were under four, right. and they they were they all of them were breastfed. All of them were breastfed by people who had had the shots uh, in both in both shots. So, eventually, so if, the if, question if, and yeah. the CDC told us right. that they were safe for pregnant women to take. Mm-hmm. They were safe for breastfeeding women, right. and they were safe for first first trimester. Mm-hmm. All of that is a lie. They didn't do any study on pregnant population. They didn't do anything. They just came right out and said it's safe, and it's not. So eventually, once everything is taken over by the you-know-who guys, uh, you know, all this stuff will not come up. Because, you know, each and every month, each and every year, we're going to learn more and more about, you know, the John Hopkins report yeah. that said the, the, mandate, the mask mandates did nothing. And other things are right. going to come spilling out, real science, real data, and yet our Mary Poppins lady is going to say, nope, not true, not true at all. We just have to move on, Liz, right? Is that what's going to happen? I can't move. I, can't I know you happen. can't. But ultimately, you know, it's just like fighting City Hall. We're fighting the federal, the new way of government. And I'll go out on a limb and say that because of Donald Trump, we were supposed to be in the second term of Hillary Clinton. We would not have had COVID. I know that's a crazy way of looking at things. And we wouldn't be, we we wouldn't be talking about it. We wouldn't have had COVID if Trump hadn't been running for re-election. Uh, uh, I 100% yeah. believe that COVID started on Twitter. I believe it. Wow. I, I don't have the, the exact 
webbing, right. but I believe that it started in that it, that rumor spread, mm-hmm. and every government around the, the world is on Twitter. Every yeah. politician around the world is on Twitter. They all follow each other, and this is how the downfall happened. So I really think that's how it happened. L- let me ask you, does Elon Musk make a difference when it comes to Twitter, or will he be you know, yes. restricted? I seem to think that somehow or other Dolan and other, or Dorsey, excuse me, and others who created Twitter, and for that matter, people that really run the internet, including the friend, or, uh, Google. Dorsey, you mean? Jack Dorsey? Uh, Jack Dorsey for Twitter. And the, Jack Dorsey uh, wants Elon to take over. Of course, it's because he's making him even richer than he already is. But at the end of the day, he could take that money and start another parallel type of Twitter, if you will, and, and just and say, hey, come on over here, because all the crazy deplorables are on the Twitter now, so you don't want to go there anymore. That's, my, the, that's my take on it. Yeah, but I think it's that just an app. At the end of the day, it's it's just an app, you know, really. Twitter is inherently more interesting. First of all, they always eat their own. The left, they're all, sure. the, the radical extremist alt-left right. always ends up destroying themselves. Right. Now, always. But they take everybody down with them. Well, well look what they're doing to Bill Maher. Like addict, a yeah. dangerous addict, right. you know what I mean, who ends up screwing up their lives, right. and screws up everybody else's life with with them, yeah. the family. That's what, that's what I feel like the radical alt-left has done to us. Now, li- li- We're all traumatized by it. Li- a drunk drug addict family member that is the radical. Yeah, right. And then we're spending $30,000 a month just monitoring him because he's, sitting, he's probably living in the same house as Charlie Sheen did in Two and a Half Men. Apparently Men. some lawyer yeah. is paying his um, his bills at, at... He lives right across from Promises. Apparently yeah. he's in some... Like, yeah, someone paid his tax to. bill or something. Yeah, I saw that. I just read that yeah. today. And then we're paying, we're paying something like, I don't remember, some incredible... Fifty-two grand a month or something. I heard it was thirty, service. but still, it's a lot of money. Thirty thousand just just for the uh, Secret Service, just so Hunter Biden could live on an ocean inside a three million dollar house. Meanwhile, he's not even being like. When, whatever happened to the Hunter Biden? You know, uh, I don't know. We'll have to ask uh, Mary Poppins. Coming out about it? Are you serious? No, no, they just moved on. Remember, it used to be a two-week cycle. Now it's like two hours. Up, oh, coming gone. It's like, it, it is like a one-day news cycle. Yeah, now. pretty much. That's pretty much. why everybody's going crazy because there's like a one-day news cycle. There's so much. Yeah. You can make it back one day, like the Roe vs. Wade thing. I'm like, well, first I was like, oh, what a bad idea that right. they're trying to overturn it right, right. before it, midterms. And right. then I thought, well, I agree. you know, we have enough time before the midterms for them people to not give a shit about Roe v. Wade. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, now, hey, now. Oh, got, sorry, sorry. Yeah, give sorry. a, give right. a poop about No, I know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Sorry about that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, losing, I'm turning into like uh, uh, Vito Corleone in the, in, in the tomato pad. Uh, oh, you're spilling it. You're spilling it. Well, Liz, uh, once again, you've, you've, you've shed a lot of... I know you just wanted to come in and chime in about one thing, but you knew we weren't going to do just that. Exactly. Uh, but uh, that's good. But uh, real quick... I always love talking to you, Glenn. How's Doug? How's Doug doing? Doug is doing great. I'm sure... I hope he's listening. Yeah, I he's hope he's really listening. really well, yeah. and he's awaiting his next surgery, but he's doing good. He's in a, a rehab, uh, physical rehab, waiting for, you know, awesome. waiting for his next piece of the journey, but he's good. Well, I'll tell him you say hi. Yeah, we're thinking about him. Well, Liz, thank you very much. All right. All right, Lenny. I'll talk to you later. I'll talk to you in a bit. That's uh, Liz Waxler right there. Personal, Personal friend of mine. Yeah, go way back. And, of course, I knew that was Danny waiting. Danny's still no, he's not. I got to do a break, Danny. You can call after this. We'll be back. Have you been to FX Capera Honda? <laughs> Welcome back. Uh, good call once again from uh, my friend Liz. Um... I tell you what, there's nothing better than that. It really is. And, and of course, there's nothing better than getting a call from anyone, wh- whether you're uh, uh, for or against the uh, the, the conservative uh, movement here on the Live at Five show. Yeah, we're, we're, we're like a steamroller. We're picking up steam. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Why? Because, uh, well, our kids are indoctrinated. 
Not all of them, but too many. If you heard that conversation today in the Glenn Beck Show, you know what I'm talking about. And uh, Liz added to that today. So let's uh, let's go to the phone and see who's there. It's uh, Danny Francis. How you doing, Danny? Well, that had to be the worst call I've ever heard in my life. Oh, wow. And, and you've heard a lot of calls. No, no, you've heard a lot of calls, Danny. Danny, she used the word radical, 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 and dangerous and misinformation by the liberal, liberal, liberals. But, you know, that's all she spewed. Well, I don't... For, I, her, for I, her to accuse <clears throat> Judge Brown Jackson, who, by the way... It's a theory. It's not a theory. Well, it's a Newsmax it? right-wing media alternative statement. What do you mean? By a man by the name of Grant Stinchfield at Newsmax. Who said that Brown was the uh, the leak? Yes. Okay. Well, I mean, we don't... That's but, Danny, the, what, Danny, what she, we don't know. You don't know. No, I'm going to dispute what she said. She was talking about spreading misinformation. That's exactly what she did, because here's the bottom line. I thought it was this. She doesn't take office. Judge Brown Jackson doesn't take office until this summer. And right now, quote... This is from the Supreme Court record. She has no access to Supreme Court's computer network, which houses any such document. No access. <coughs> Fine. Well, She's that's not even in office. And you allowed her to get away with that by saying that on this airway. Well, 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 Danny, remember this past January, there was a lot of people throwing uh, eggs at uh, the new governor of Virginia, saying he didn't take care of the uh, the I ninety five problem when they had uh, too much snow and not enough snow plows. Okay, and I, then they realized he, he, he wasn't a governor. And then I'm that came from high level. Uh, uh, news agencies. So it does happen, Danny. Come on now. I'm talking about just what happened here five minutes ago on this network for that woman to come on and spew things about yada, 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 Democrat, yada, yada, Democrat, misinformation, disinformation. So, radical, Danny, let, radical, let, that. And, yeah. she, and you let her get away so foul Dan, mouth yeah. three different times and just told her, we can't say that. What? The last time <laughs> I used a foul mouth on this network, Graham cut me off. Well, you probably had another, you know, uh, contentious discussion for him to do that. Well, that that was pretty. That was pretty bad of you. Well, it was. It was. Who, who, uh, was she, who was that woman? Uh, well, it was a friend of mine. So I'm not going to give you any more information than that. But Danny, but here's my point. Here's my point, Danny. You're proving again. If she's wrong about Brown, fine. And and you just t- told everyone that she's perhaps wrong about that. That's fine. But that said, this is the type of discussion that 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 the left doesn't want to have. You, you're exclaiming here like, oh, she shouldn't have said that. That's disinformation. Let people just let it filter through their heads and make their own judgment, Danny. Why can't we do that? Because if you, do, if you don't hear somebody like me call in and dispute what she said and offer the evidence of what she said, then it just lingers out there. Even if oh, it doesn't, it's not going to result in radical really, behavior. really, authoritative. She sounded very, very right, very, very accurate. Boy, I agree with her. But if you don't hear an alternative view, the... Uh, which we just got, thanks thanks to you. If you don't hear the truth about what she said and dispute that, then it just it just lingers out there. So, Danny, let me ask you. I played an excerpt from MSNBC earlier. Uh, would you criticize her her statements made by uh, about Bill Maher? Uh, you know, any any more? I guess you could say viciously than than my friend Liz and what she, she said. She's probably right. He, he is pretty foul mouth, but he's on HBO now and he gets away with it. But she didn't refer to him as a foul mouth. She was saying that he's he's wrong and that he's being outnumbered. And that's basically meaning that, you know, by the time 2040 rolls around, that people that look like Bill Maher or you and I, for that matter, Danny, are going to be out, uh, replaced. She said that at least twice. Well, I, I don't I don't go over that terminology, replaced and woke and all that stuff. That, that's just that's. But that's like what she said. 
hula hoop phrases. But he's on HBO. He's allowed to do that. She's HBO. on MSNBC. Everybody knows if you watch HBO, it's going to get pretty nasty. Well, he used to be on ABC, and he was nasty even then. But here's my and he, and he got here's my point. Well, he did, and, he, and it was the best thing that ever happened to him. Sometimes well, getting fired is well, the best thing I, that happened. I, I'm, not talking about, I'm talking about this last call. I don't care about Bill Maher and what have you. But, but Danny, you're, you're, you're really getting upset about something that at the end of the day I'm doesn't matter. It, I, you I, are. I, don't tell me you're not upset. You are upset. I'm angered because you allowed that to go on like that, and then I'm offering all t- uh, uh, the truth gets what she said to dispute everything she said. And you should say, okay, that's what's that's well. What I mean, you made a good, uh, you made a valid point about Brown not being there yet. But I mean, Danny, you're basically saying that everything she said was disinformation. It's just an opinion. That's what the that's what the Constitution said. You can have an opinion. It could be crazy. It could be wrong. But it, it's still your right to do that. And, and the way and you you're talking, it's not a right at all. And you know what Pat Monahan said? You're entitled to your views, your opinions, or what have you, but you're not entitled to your own facts. And he he had the liberty of using that term and shutting everybody up, and God bless him for doing that. But Absolutely. in the meantime, he had to say it because people were not presenting the facts, and that's and just that's, that's just I life. Find it, that's, I'm trying to counter what she said in that little conversation you and her had on the radio a few minutes ago. Everything she <laughs> said was bogus. All right. Well, everything. Everything, Danny? I, I think so, yeah. All right. Okay. Right. Did, 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 would you say that's your opinion? No, I would say from what I heard from her mouth, okay. she used the word radical, dangers, yeah. misinformation, right. all of this, yeah. Roe versus Wade, yeah. Brown Jackson, yeah. everything, basically everything she said yeah. was bogus. And by the way, we sh- I shared a conversation that I heard on, on another radio station today from an ex-KGB guy. Uh, old, you know, probably in your age group and so forth, who knows a hell of a lot more about communism, I think, than both of us collectively, uh, Danny. No, well, no, I, I wouldn't reach out and say all right, that. Well, that's fine. But you don't know my background. It doesn't so matter. Go, he, I, you, don't I was, my, you don't know my background, so let's don't go down well, there. Well, you, okay. you, you, you weren't born in East Germany. I know that. You didn't work for the KGB. So that said, he said that he's worried about the future of America because uh, this ideology is so entrenched in our young, uh, young kids. And it's not just today, Danny. It's been that way since the 70s. So, you know, that's part of the big part of the conversation I had with with Liz, which is an opinion, which means that there's really no facts other than the fact that, you know, we we said we're worried about the future of the country. That's all. You can't say she was 100 percent wrong, Danny. That's wrong in itself. You know that she said in that conversation with you, she was wrong. All right. Well, there you go. All right. Danny, thank you very much. I knew that that's a good that's that's why we're fair and balanced. That's why Danny is our own other than an occasional, you know, flyby Democrat. We just got Danny. He just corrected. I mean, again, it, look, if Newsmax and Liz is wrong, are wrong about you know the, the alleged leak, Liz also made a claim about COVID and, uh, being associated with Twitter. I didn't quite understand that, but nonetheless, I, and here it is. I was the guy, and I still say this, that the tweet heard around the world when the general manager of the Houston Rockets uh, uh, retweeted support for the Hong Kong uh, uh, protesters. Everything went to crap at that point. The whole NBA was going to be thrown out of China as a result of that. And less than 60 days later, we started hearing the little term called COVID-19. And I said, wait, there's got to be a correlation there. But no, no, Andrew Cuomo says, no, it's the European strain. Even the other day, Bill Gates said it came from, it came from bats. The same old disinformation. So it's up to us to decipher what is fact and what is not. You believe in Liz? You believe in Danny? Well, you believe in both, but you just can't say one doesn't deserve the other. AM 1240 WHN, what if that makes this legal? AM, CBS News. This is CBS News on the Hour, your home for original reporting.
I'm Monica Ricks in New York. Both Russia and Ukraine.